My friends, welcome back. Welcome back to Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaione and I am your host. Thank you so much for being here. Whether you are a new or returning listener, I appreciate you. So did you ever stop to think about why certain people come into your life again, like the second time? I'll have to say that I just truly started paying attention to this and leaning into this gift. Today's guest, Cheryl Rice, is a perfect example of these gifts that come back into my life. You know, I hired Cheryl way back when, when I was in a corporate environment, and she did a fantastic job, and her name came up in recent conversation. So I reached out to her, and truly, she is doing incredible work. I will preface this episode and share that although Cheryl's work is with women, I don't want you to run away from this episode if you are a male, because or identifies being a male because her work does not discriminate. Taking care of yourself and paying attention to yourself talk is not gender-based, my friends. It is for every human. And I also want to share that my time with her is split into two, this week's episode and next week's episode because she is doing such great work that I didn't want to jam it into one session and I wanted you to get the best of both. My friends, Without further ado, my good friend, Cheryl Rice. My friends, I am so happy to introduce a dear friend of mine today. You know, I hired her in my previous corporate job. You know, I was in the process of always hiring inspiring leaders like Cheryl Rice. My beautiful friend, Cheryl, I'm so thrilled that we've reconnected today. Please introduce yourself to the audience so everyone knows who you are. Thank you, Francesca. It's a joy to be with you. Thanks for having me. So I'm Cheryl Rice, president of Cheryl Rice Leadership, and I help women be leaders in their own lives. And I really do that through coaching, speaking, and my book, Where Have I Been on My Life, are different resources I use to tap into really the the wisdom of women and help them be, again, leaders in their own lives. Yeah, and I think it's great. And I was sharing with Cheryl when we were getting ready for this incredible day today, how I still have that book, Cheryl. I have it. Like I haven't kept all of the books that I've read, but that one had such an impact. In fact, I remember the day I hired you. I remember the presentation. I remember how it impacted all of the women at the women's conference that I planned Mm -hmm. for my previous employer. And you were just so great at it. Mm -hmm. So let's unpack some of these great little secrets that you get to share and help women become better. Well, thank you so much. You're you're like being in a spa. You're you're so loving. Oh. So thank you very much. It's it's very generous of you, Francesca. So basically, I believe that all women really have such gifts. And what gets in the way sometimes of us sharing our gifts and reaping the reward of sharing our gifts is a sense that we don't really matter to ourselves. We're very tuned in in this culture. We're taught really how to tap in to other people's emotions and feelings and needs and respond. And I know this can be an overgeneralization, but in my work with women for decades now, I do find this to be a common thread that women are very, very astute when it comes to others and what other people need and less so for themselves. So a lot of my work is reteaching women how to tune in to their own capacity from mattering to themselves. And a lot of times we end up either explicitly or implicitly talking about themes around self-care, 
self-talk and self-compassion. And I think what you um, generously hired me for was to do some work with the women in your professional organization around self-talk specifically in the, the inner critic, if I recall correctly. Yes. And an incredible memory because that was probably, well, it was definitely over 10 years ago, right? And it's just amazing that the work is still needed, right? Maybe even more so today, Cheryl, because of these priorities becoming bigger. And, um, you know, we constantly have to reshuffle, right? Yes. But, I, but you're emphasizing the importance of the self Right. So let's, let's share some, like, what would you say would be one thing to get started with? If we find ourselves in this position, Cheryl, okay, yes, I'm aware that I need to do more for myself. Where should we get started? Well, one place to start is with self-care. And I know this can be kind of trite. We see a lot of memes on social media about getting a mani-pedi. And what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about when I talk about self-care is a little bit deeper, And one analogy that I use, um, you know, it's summertime when we're having this conversation and a lot of people are gardening and a lot of people I know during the pandemic took up that hobby. And I think one of my favorite things about gardening is that the plants I get come with a plant tag, right? And the plant tag tells you what it looks like when it's in full bloom. And on the back of every plant tag is care instructions. How does this particular plant need to be cared for so it flourishes. So one analogy I like to use with the women I work with is if you were a plant, what would your plant tag say? Meaning what is it that you need not just to survive, but to thrive? And very often that's well beyond a mani and penny petty every six months or every six weeks. We really want to look deep about what are those elements in our lives that contribute to our well-being and our ability to flourish. And when we flourish, not only are we benefiting those around us, it feels really good. So that's one um, analogy, again, exercise that I usually lead individuals and groups in. Does that resonate? I see your head. Oh my gosh, I can't. I, I have the chills. I have the chills. And as we said, a few moments ago, it is summer. And the, I'm just thinking of that perfection of the analogy, how it comes with a care tag and we should create our very own. I love that so very much because we can relate to it. Yes. Right. We can relate to this, this um, incredible element that you suggested. Yeah. I love that. And I, so I want to give one example of that, Please. Just because again, it, it can sound so naive and overly simplistic, but it's profound when we really get underneath it and get on our own side with it. So, you know, I think for me, I've learned that sleep, for instance, would be on my plant tag, sleep, and I have to get my seven hours a night, or I'm just not good for anyone else or for myself. So what that requires is sometimes I have to give up something. I may not be able to stay out as late as I used to. I may not be able to watch that extra hour of TV. I might need to turn off my social media so I can really calm down before I go to bed. So it it means that I want to protect those elements that contribute to my self-care and really um, champion them for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And setting boundaries. So it's just setting these, these beautiful boundaries to create this, this space for ourselves and respect it. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. 
Let's talk about, I, you have amazing, juicy examples. Let's give them another one. Yeah, well, another one. So that's, you know, self-care in a nutshell is what are those elements that really make us feel most like ourselves and being a champion for them and setting boundaries to make sure we're weaving them into our lives. And then another one is that self-talk and how important it is that we get on our own side with their self-talk. And then what I tell women is it's like the roommate in your head. You know, and I remember my daughter went to school her freshman year of college. She's, you know, complaining about her first roommate. And I said, you know what? You're going to need to stick it out. And this is why you're in college. See what you can learn. And by the end of the first semester, what do you know? The girl was bringing, my daughter was bringing her home for Thanksgiving, right? I mean, so they right. became friends. So we right. all need to learn how to befriend that voice in our own mind. And as I say, it's the most enduring conversation of our lives is the one we're having with ourselves. And for so many women, as you know, Francesca, that conversation is not always pleasant. Right. And sometimes we're talking to ourselves in ways that we would never talk to somebody else. So right. learning how to identify that voice. And so you asked for a tip or technique. One thing, and I'm sure we did this in the workshop you and I participated in, is draw a picture of what your inner critic looks like. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. What an incredible exercise and powerful exercise that is. I love that. Yeah. Draw a picture, listed sayings, and then give it a name. You know, my inner critic is called the ruler and it looks like a 12 inch ruler with a crown on top because it was, it's always kind of ruling over me when it is unleashed and I'm not managing it well. So once we have an image, it's no longer all of us. It becomes objectified and we name right. it and what we can name, we can tame. So that would be, again, I'm really distilling a lot of information in, in this short time because I want to sure. give listeners like boom, 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 bang for their buck. But that's something, yep. develop a relationship with your inner critic and to do that, draw a picture, name it, share it with a friend, because then you'll start to giggle and you'll release some of the energy. And we take our inner critics so seriously. And they're really, really, really there just to support our, our growth. They right. do it in a very inelegant way. So there's more right. on that and, and people can reach out if they want more. But. Well, thank you. And it's so great because, and sometimes the inner critic is fed by the outside, oh, right? Okay. No doubt. You know, any doubts that someone else will have that, oh no, you can't do that. And then suddenly it becomes ours. That's right. We internalize it. That's exactly, that's a beautiful observation. These are often, most often these internalized messages from often well-meaning um, people, but messages we get from society, from the media about how to be, who to be. And then we claim them as our own and our work as we uh, develop and grow as women and, and people really is to discern the voices and choose the ones we want to listen to. And that gets into self-compassion, which is how do we develop a voice of self-compassion and learn how to be with ourselves in a deeply tender and um, kind way, a deeply tender and kind way. And sometimes as Kristen Neff, who's written two beautiful books on self-compassion, her most recent is Fierce Self-Compassion. She talks about also the other side of self-compassion that's not tender, but fierce, which is around setting boundaries, standing up for ourselves. Um, so these elements of befriending ourselves and treating ourselves as we would 
a dear friend or our yep. favorite pet or a child in our life, it really has to become something that we reteach ourselves because very few of us were taught in, were you taught in school? Were you taught by a caregiver how to be kind to yourself? Very few were. Mm -mm. And it's transformative. And it we know there's so much research on the impact of self-compassion in terms of well-being and health and the impact that that then has on others. So these practices are win-win. They are not selfish. Right. They are essential for our fully right. kind of functioning beautiful selves to emerge and to have wow. the joy in our lives. So yes. self-care, self-talk and self-compassion, I found to be really essential elements in a life where we feel like we matter. I love that so much. I'm sending you a, such an embrace because self-care is not selfish. And I think perhaps not that they, we were taught this, but, you know, we prioritize things like family, right? But we have to remember that we can't take care of them unless we prioritize us first. Like you said, you came out and said it, sleep. Yes, sleep is very, very important for us to be able to go throughout our day. Um, and if you don't have a proper night's sleep, nap if you can, right? A lot of us are working from home. You know, rest is productive. I've shared that with a number of my friends and clients myself, that rest is productive and then re-energize yourself. But, oh my goodness, Cheryl, so many juicy, juicy mic drop moments we have here. Um, I, I love it so much. If we were to sum it up with one statement, one statement on self-care, what can we, what can we remind our guests today? I would remind your guests that it's a journey and that practice makes permanent. Mm. Practice makes permanent, not practice makes perfect, but practice makes per permanent. So put one thing into practice and do it regularly. And that will make all the difference. That is so beautiful. So beautiful, Cheryl. So, you know, I love to ask my guests because they all get to speak on stage and in front of the zoom camera or whatever um, you have going on in your life is there a particular piece of clothing or an accessory that's important to you and how does it make you feel it's, a, it's such a great question and I, I love thinking about this and it's it's actually this bracelet that I have on which says it's got little like quasi pearls around it and then in silver it says you matter on it and this was actually very meaningful because it came from a client a client that I worked with for a long time. And she gave this to me as we completed our work. And it meant so much to me. And I wear it so often as a reminder of my own mattering because we all struggle with this and we all need to be reminded. We all need to be reminded. So wearing this makes me feel, re reminds me of my purpose, you know, as at least professionally is to support women. And it also reminds me of my own practices to take care of myself so I can be all I want to be for myself and for those I serve. So it's this bracelet that says you matter. Oh my goodness. How perfect. How perfect. I love it. I love it so much. Cheryl, if someone wanted to reach out to you and continue the conversation or learn more about you, where's the best place for them to find you? On LinkedIn, Cheryl Rice. Okay. Or my website, Cheryl Rice Leadership. Dot com. 
Wonderful. What I'll do is I'll put the link to both of those places in the show notes to make it super easy for people to find you because they absolutely should. Oh my goodness. I just breath of fresh air. You are today. Thank you so much for your time, Cheryl. Have an amazing day. You too, Francesca. Thank you. How great is Cheryl, right? Like I said in the beginning, my time with Cheryl split into two and I am so grateful that we reconnected. It truly is a gift, my friends, when you get to reconnect to people in your life who have had a significant impact and realize that you are not alone. So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Cheryl today. Number one, the sense that we don't matter to ourselves gets in our way. It gets in our way of moving forward. Number two, remember the plant tag analogy. It was great, right? So what are your care instructions so you can flourish and thrive? Just take a moment to consider that. And number three, get on your own side with your self-talk. Befriend that voice in your own mind. And the other powerful statement that Cheryl made was this, the most enduring conversation of our lives is the one we're having with ourselves. So here's my challenge between now and next week when you'll hear the second part of my time with Cheryl. Just take this into consideration. What step or steps can you take today to support your care tag instructions? My friends, until next time, have a great day. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please take a second right now and subscribe and share this with your friends too. And while you're there, leave a review with your biggest takeaway today. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Okay, my friends, embrace your superpower and wrap yourself in something that shows your confidence. I'll see you next time.